This is In the Booth with Chuck. Hello and welcome, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Um, to say that it has been a while would uh, probably be the understatement of the year, even though um, the year is currently only 21 days old as I'm um, making this episode. But um, life comes at you fast. Um, to rewind things a little bit, in November, things got flipped a little upside down as I moved out of um, covering fantasy soccer with um, NBC Sports Edge into a role now with CBS Sports, where I'm covering a little bit of everything in the world of soccer. Um, basically, if it's happening on the pitch, I'm probably a attempting to do my best to be aware of it whether it's um something in the premier league mls nwsl syria and um now even international breaks now that everyone's caught up a little bit this is a bit of a podcast to one say yes i'm still here um no I don't exactly know what things are going to look like moving forward with at least getting into a regular recording schedule, whatever that's supposed to be. Um, but I will still be pursuing um, the sit-down conversations with um, people who are doing things that interest me in soccer that are the point of um, putting together this entire show just as um time allows over the next few months and then hopefully sooner rather than later um my time will end up freeing up fully as um some other things begin to fall into place uh around my life and whatnot so yeah i'm still here and uh, that's at least more than Rajo Benitez can say at Everton, as um, he was let go in a appointment that was weird from the start. Uh, saw the team only pick up four points over um, since December first, and then a loss to Norwich ended up being the final straw. Um, as uh, Norwich also took down Watford today and that kind of makes you wonder if it'll also be the final straw for Claudio Ranieri as they've now gotten out of the relegation zone following quite the brace from Josh Sargent who was left off of um, the U.S. men's national team World Cup qualifying roster. Um, At least for this specific episode though I don't really have a true point to things outside of rambling a little bit um, and uh, reassuring everyone that, yes, 
I am still here. So I'm just going to at least talk a little bit about things that have um, happened over the past couple of weeks that I've either found interesting or that have unfortunately annoyed me. Um, Starting with uh, one of the number one topics on everyone's head, and that is the postponement of games. Um, I mean, we've all seen everything with uh, that came to a head with the North London Derby being uh, postponed due to injuries at Arsenal. And I mean, unfortunately, it is a loophole that was created by the Premier League that hopefully in their next meeting will be closed. Arsenal is well within their rights to um, get that game pushed off. But at the end of the day, when postponements were supposed to be for COVID and then ended up getting used for other things, that's a problem overall that needs to be fixed. Um, Especially when at this point it is coming close to impacting the competitive balance of the Premier League when none of the game teams have like the same amounts of games in hand. And while you you almost want to give an advantage to the teams that have played fewer games, um, such as one of them being Tottenham with um, them being one point off of a Champions League place but having played three fewer games than West Ham, but it's also going to be harder for them to pick up those points with um, everything coming at a super compressed um, time frame. And especially for a team like Burnley who has one of the thinnest squads in the league but has played the fewest games in the league by two with only 17 fixtures fulfilled so far this season um they're gonna be playing almost like twice a week for the rest of the year while mired in a relegation battle um it wouldn't be shocking to see them end up like lodging a complaint or something with the Premier League at the end of the season just because like how can this be taken as being a fair season Um, and unfortunately that has impacted uh, the enjoyment of fantasy leagues like um, one thing that I had said upon moving jobs out of writing directly about fantasy during COVID is that I couldn't have picked a better time to not be writing about fantasy because it's almost impossible to do player picks and like I really have to give a shout out to places like um, the Draft Society, FF92, who are still doing their best to try and keep everyone informed of what's going on because you you can't keep up um it's literally a full-time job tracking postponements and it's kind of sapped a lot of the enjoyment of fantasy because you wake up saturday morning you find out that um a team that you were stacking's game was canceled and then you're screwed and especially with FPL where you can't make changes on the fly, you're almost better off just running a zombie team and then whatever happens, happens because every move that you make 
backfires. And even with preparing for the doubles, since they're generally not good because every double game week is overrated, uh, it it just sucks. Um, but that's at least enough on complaining a little bit more more or less um there has been plenty of good things going on um like we're this weekend now entering the extremely exciting point of afcon as the knockout stages start and while one thing that i've been enjoying watching is um jamiro montero turning out for um cape verde and um them now going into quite the tough match with Senegal um, uh, this coming week, there's uh, really been something for everyone, especially with um, watching the extremely fun Ivory Coast team of uh, players who didn't make it in the Premier League but are succeeding right now. Um, and I don't really want to truly call out Nicolas Pepe as not making it in the Premier League yet because he can. Um, just he is an unfortunate casualty of Mikel Arteta once he decides that he doesn't trust a player, um, fully leaving them on the sidelines until further notice. MLS-wise, um, my head is spinning. Um, both with uh, Lorenzo Insigne signing for Toronto FC and showing the uh, amount of pull that MLS has in European leagues, but also with the amount of Americans in the league, both um, moving abroad to Europe and um, now getting a stronger say in speaking their mind about just all of... um, the false narratives that can fly around Twitter, like um, with both Kellen Acosta and Paul Ariola shooting down rumors that either there wasn't European interest or that they decided to pull out of a move. It's just something that's good to see that players now feel strong enough about their standing, both like in the league and internationally to speak out about these things without fear of backlash. Um, These are, again, just some of those like small steps with that things need to take with soccer making it in America. And like, I definitely do feel this year like it's grown a lot and uh, that while we we have all of the issues with the World Cup in Qatar, um, that it's only gonna springboard the game. And I'm not saying this like as a homer because of the fact that soccer does help pay my bills. Um, I truly do believe that because I mean I even have things like my boyfriend's dad who played soccer when he was younger do, um, doesn't actually didn't actually watch it for the longest time will 
like text me about a replay of a game that's on where like Brazil played or something asking me um what was going on and um then I'll obviously I have to let him know that he just watched a replay of a soccer game but it's things like that that really do show um just how far soccer has come in the U.S. these days um the next biggest thing that's out there is Tottenham signing um well not signing maybe signing Adama Traore which is a move that I'm very conflicted on I will be putting out this weekend a sort of a scouting report on the move but um given how insistent Antonio Conte is on the move and how adding in that just he's one of the best coaches in the world I'm trusting him outside instead of um myself and being someone who has only coached U18 girls soccer um, on if this is the right move and just hoping that things work out because just at a surface level it doesn't feel like Char is that much of a um, upgrade over Emerson Royale but if um, Antonio Conte can turn Victor Moses into an extremely good Premier League um, wing back, then I would hope that he can find some productivity out of Traore as well to help the team moving forward. Um, sooner rather than later, I'll also have some MLS preview um, content coming your way, which uh, definitely let me know if there's anything in regards to that that you would like to see or hear um and i will do my best to make it happen but i don't want to really drag things out in this episode considering that the major point has been met of just saying i'm still here um i'm complaining a little bit about fantasy and that I'll be back. Things are just a little busy at the moment. So um, definitely thanks anyone for making it through my ramblings tonight. And um, hopefully I'll talk to you soon.